Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, people, you know that sound. It is the Unfiltered Band. It means another episode of Unfiltered coming your way here and now. So, service episode. 93. You can jump on board the Unfiltered Revolution at Casey Stern. Jump in Twitter if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcasts. You can get into the Twitter bio at Casey Stern and get on the YouTube channel, watch videos of all of the interviews and guests from the likes of John Gibbons to Matt Holiday to Buck Martinez, Dusty Baker, and many, many others. And all the conversations and all the rants and all the fun and all the not so much, which this isn't going to be as much fun. You can get all of that over on the uh, YouTube side of things on the channel. Jump in at Casey Stern on the Unfiltered Revolution. Let me let you first know that, as always, we're presented by Bet Online. Football is back. Bet Online remains your number one source. All your football betting needs this season. You find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. As your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head over to betonline.ag to join. Betonline.ag. You get a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. All you got to do is make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. I know we're starting here for episode 93. I don't know how long this will be. This could be five minutes. It could be 10 minutes. Uh, I'm not chatting along the way. I may respond to a few tweets. I may not. I, I really am just... You know, no notes, no preparation. I'm just coming in here as is. Dejected, depressed, beside myself. The feeling that every Met fan, regardless whether you're a cranky and angry and volatile one, an overly op optimistic or a pessimistic one, a young one who hasn't lived through any of the highs and only lows, or some of us who have been through decades of not enough of the former and a lot of the latter. I want to hit a few things that have really kind of driven me nuts here and also break down what happened. And I want to start at the end. The division's over. We get it. It's over. This story is not a story of... Now, if you want to say that the Mets choked away opportunities in this month against bad teams, they did. They did. Should they have gotten swept by the Cubs? Of course not. Should they have lost those games to the Nationals and the Marlins? Of course not. But in this series, the story is not the Mets choked or the Mets weren't hungry. Do you know how dumb it is to sit there and say they didn't want it? You know, the idea, first of all, a team that won a championship last year would rarely, if ever, if you want to put a hunger meter up there, be hungrier than a team of most of the players who have never been there before. They were settling for the playoffs. They didn't care about getting into the, the, the division. I, I mean, all of that is it's just dumb. You want to continue to tweet that stuff, you can tweet it at me all you want. I'm not going to block you. I'm not going to delete you. Keep going. Just whatever makes you feel better. That's how you get off tonight. Go ahead. Whatever makes you happy, but it's stupid. They wanted it bad enough. You know why they look like they looked? Because they're not as good as the Braves. They got outplayed in every facet of the game by a better team. 
That's the story of what happened in this series. Now, you may not like that, and maybe it's not as fun as they choked or it's 07 and 08 or here, here the Mets go again or they always do this to us or whatever the hell makes you feel like you got to just let all that negativity spew because that's who you want to be. Oh, it's great. You're one of these people with a midlife crisis sitting there in like a Toyota Corolla driving 70 miles an hour as quick as possible off the light. I mean, you're an ass. They aren't as good as the Braves. Fact. Did DeGrom not pitch good enough? Didn't pitch good enough. Max, who it's hard to kind of slight because he's been so great this year in big spots, not do as well as he should have done? No, he didn't. Was Bassett not good enough tonight? No, he was not. Did Lindor have terrible at-bats and giveaway at-bats and non-competitive at-bats, which I'm sick of watching in big spots, too, lately? You're damn right. But the, the big choke job of this 10-and-a-half game lead that everybody brings up was 51 games into a 162-game season in which that team played 114-win pace for four months. They beat you. You didn't choke. You know what you choked is? You know why you say you choked? Because you don't want to give the credit or the truth or face the reality. You'd rather say they blew it, they gave it away, because you don't want to face the truth. The truth that we have to face, they didn't give it away. The Braves took it. They didn't blow the division. The Braves took it from them. They took the trumpets and they shoved them up your ass. That's what they did. Sorry, this is going to be a PG-13 version. It's what they did, okay? Now, if you don't want to accept that, don't accept it. Because of that, you want to say that they choke because it's easier for you to get away with in your head whatever the hell makes you feel better to sleep at night, whoever you may be, then go ahead and do that. The fact of the matter is the Braves took it from you because they're a better team than you are. Now, should they have pitched better than Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer? No. You want to tell me those guys didn't pitch enough? They know they didn't pitch enough, and no, they didn't pitch good enough. They didn't. That's clear. That's fact. But the Braves took it from you because they're a better team than you are. And I've been saying this for weeks, but without Starling Marte, the difference in the depth in these two lineups is massive, and that played out big time. The Mets left way too many runners on base. They gave up opportunities in the first game of the series where Rosario gifted you a run, where Kyle Wright still had the bases loaded when a run already in in the second game. And with the Morton situation, with as good of a headsy play as it was from Austin Riley, the base runners were still sitting there. And they sat there like they've sat there for really about two months. And by the way, I don't know what the numbers state, because I don't have them in front of me, but go look what the numbers of the offense has been with Marte in the lineup and without or before he left and since, and I guarantee you those are going to play out pretty big. He lengthens, lengthens the lineup, changes everything, changes your depth, your bench, makes you better in the field, better at the plate, deeper in the lineup. Everything that, you, I mean, with everything Escobar has been doing, he'd be a spot lower, McNeil a spot lower. He hits big home runs. He's done that for this team this year. Add speed on the base paths. So you're not sitting there station to station, which they have looked like, again, like the old Olerud-laden Mets lately. 
but they're not as good as the Braves. They haven't been as good as the Braves since June 1st, and they weren't as good as the Braves in this series. They didn't choke or give it away. The Braves took it. When teams get outplayed, they look listless, and they look like shit. That's the way it is. If you don't understand that, maybe you're not watching sports or need to start figuring it out. When you're not getting hits, that's how you look. What do you think they want? I mean, just imagine, again, I brought up this scenario this morning. I want you to imagine that after Escobar got the big five RBI game and all the big everything, the month of Escobar and everything that every Met fan was feeling just about four days ago. It was Wednesday. Wasn't that long ago. I want you to imagine that what you're saying is they got on a flight to Atlanta on Thursday after that game, that win, the greatest regular season win for the team since whatever, blah, blah, yada, yada, etc. And they got on a plane and they said, nah, we just don't want it that badly. Really? You want to say they're tight? Look tight. You want to say that they didn't play up to the moment? You could say that. You want to tell me they choked? Choking is they're a way better team than the, Bla the Braves, and they gave it up. They're not, because they're not even a better team than the Braves. They're not. The only thing that made you a team that could compare to this Braves team was the fact that you had Max and Jake at Max and Jake level. If you don't have that, you don't have it. You can't do it. And by the way, as a wild card, they still have a chance to do some damage, although it'll be harder. They have no chance if... Jake isn't Jake, and that's not six innings with a blister 86 pitches. Max isn't the top end of what he's got, and Marte's not on the team. You don't have those three things. Don't even show up against San Diego. Now, that's just being a realist and being honest with you. Don't even, it's not even worth it. Because you may beat San Diego, who I don't think is that good. You're not beating the Dodgers. You got no chance without those things being a fact. And by the way, because you're going to have to use that go, those guys in that series, you're going to have to dig into the depth, into the cookies and the Taiwan walkers and more of your bullpen and all of that to even have a chance to win a five-game series against the Dodger team that's got 110 wins already and a run differential that is double the one you have. You don't have Max and Jake at their highest level and Marte healthy. You got no shot anyway, but you're not better than the Braves. They outplayed this team. Outside of Jeff McNeil, who is terrific, so it's like, you know, want to put him to the side, and Diaz, who had his only opportunity tonight with a couple of batters and did what he did, you want to put him to the side, and who the hell would have had this but Trevor May give him credit for what he did in a situation he never could have expected to be in to get out of that inning and go pitch another one. Outside of those three guys, and maybe I'm missing somebody. If I am, let me know. I don't think I am. Outside of those three guys, everybody else in this series pretty much sucked. You want to say that? That's fair. It, the Mets metting. They, they didn't, first of all, they still, if they did two out of three this, in this next series against the Nationals, win 100 games. Even if they don't, they're in the playoffs. Well, you, somebody tweeted me earlier. You said it was different than last year. It's not? We're, I'm sorry. Did they win 98 games last year? The Braves are a better team than they are. That's the problem. That sucks. That's depressing. It's dejecting. And that's the reality that I feel when I come in here talking to you right now. Not, and yeah, they choke opportunities. They blew opportunities early in the month. You want to say that? Of course they did. Absolutely they did. Should they have beaten those teams? Of course they should have beat those teams. Should Jacob and Max have pitched better? Of course they should have. But they got beat. They got outplayed in every facet of this game. 
Don't embarrass yourself by saying this is about hunger or they didn't want it. And you, you sit there and you love on Buck like you're sitting there watching Cinemax all year. And now you want to say he didn't have the team ready. First of all, when guys win 98 games and a division's on the line and they're professionals, do, if you were in that spot, would you need a manager to get you ready? Would you need a manager to get you motivated? If you need somebody to get you motivated in that spot, you're an ass. You can't be successful in those spots if you need somebody to get you motivated in those spots. Of course, they're motivated. They gripped it too tight. They didn't come through when it was necessary. They didn't play well enough. The Braves played way better than them, and they took it from them and shoved the trumpets everywhere they wanted to shove them. That's what happened. That is tough to take. That is, it sucks. Trust me, I get the feeling. You don't think I'm with you? I'm with you. I don't know. I'm going to sleep tonight. I'm with you, okay? I get it. There have been years where I haven't felt this as much because, you know, for years, whether it's been doing the post scenes or being on the road, it kind of takes some of this away, and the Mets sucked many of those years, so it was really easy. This sucks. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. It's called unfiltered for a reason. I'm depressed as anything. It's a, it's a damn nightmare inside this room I'm living in right now and in my head. But it's because the Braves are way better than this team is, not because of some choke job like 2007 when they had a seven-game lead on September 12th, not a ten-and-a-half game lead on June 1st. You know, the New York Giants are 3-1. and one. Are they collapsing after week four? Because it's a 17-week season. I don't know what the math is, but I guess they're probably a week away from being right at about the same percentage point. If they win again in London against Green Bay at 4-1, and one, what, Daniel Jones will get to the playoffs? Is that a choke job? What, are you crazy? This team sucked this weekend. They sucked. The Braves did everything they had to do. Olsen hit, Swanson hit. They got depth in their lineup. They had huge at-bats. The Darno at-bat today in the middle of this game was terrific. They got everything they needed to do. Their bullpen was great. Iglesias was locked down and shut down. And look, you can get on Seth Lugo. Everybody killing Seth Lugo is second inning. Oh, well, you know, every time he comes out in the second, he gives up a home run. Seth Lugo shouldn't be in that game that early because Bassett shouldn't be out in the third inning. That's Seth Lugo's fault. This, this weekend wasn't, oh, Seth Lugo. And he didn't score anyway. Would it matter if it was four to three? They sucked. It's not because they didn't want it. It's not because they weren't motivated. It's not because they're not hungry. It's not because they're like every other Met team, because they're not. It's because they're not as good as Atlanta. They're not. It's because without Marte, they're not good enough to do any damage in the postseason. Because without Jake and Max pitching, well, they got a shot. Not because they choked. Now, it's semantics either way because it doesn't matter. You're sitting there in the wild card regardless of what it is. But that's just dumb. They weren't hungry enough. Well, you're an idiot. Yeah, they got on a plane Thursday and said, you know what? We don't care. The Escobar stuff's enough for me against the Marlins. That's all we got. Forget it. Now, were they dejected when they saw Jake and Max pitch that way and lose those players behind him saying, oh, shit, like, how the hell are we going to do this if they beat Jake and Max? I bet there's some of that. That's probably real. That's human element. That's a lot of these kids. 
Alvarez and Vientos. And look, every, you know, it's funny. The same people, oh my God, I can't believe Beatty's not called up. I can't believe Vientos isn't called up. I can't believe Alvarez isn't called up. Every damn prospect. I mean, I've been talking about this for years that is going to save your life. And I think Alvarez can have a very good career. Vientos' swing is way too long. But I think Alvarez is going to have a very good career, clearly. I'm not getting on him about a few at-bats, whether he sniffed, licked one, or swung and missed at everything, or dropped the back twice in the first four ABs. But he's 20 years old. He shouldn't be in that game. That's what every Met fan loses. It's why everybody's so jacked up about Beatty coming in instead of realizing that at the time, the injuries that they had, and Escobar coming off the oblique, and then the, the Guillaume, who was hot and was had been terrible at the plate since he came back, but was hitting well before that, and then went down. And Marte, you lose sight of all these things. You're so excited. And now you're telling me, well, why the hell's Alvarez in the game? Vogelbach should have been there against the lefty. Well, you weren't saying that when you were dying to have every damn prospect play on this team and come up here and do anything and everything because they were taking too goddamn long. And now it's Billy Epler's fault and what he did at the trade deadline. Do you know what an ass you sound like? Now, look, they didn't do enough at the trade deadline. Darren Ruff's an eighth inning guy more than he's a hitter. I get it. But them not doing enough in the bullpen isn't the reason why you lost this series. That's just gar It's just stupid. And again, it's deflecting. Welcome to me being your therapist tonight. You're deflecting because you just don't want to say what is true. And that is the Braves are a better team than the Mets. That's it. Now, look, we've seen 2010, the Giants went on a run. The Phillies were a better team than them. They beat them in five games, went on a run. The Dodgers were a better team than the Nationals in 2019. Everybody knew it going in. Nats won in game five, knocked them off in L.A. and won. 2006, the Cardinals won 83 games in a regular season. They were atrocious. Everyone else in the NL Central had a sub-500 record. They beat everyone, including the Mets as underdogs and the Tigers and Verlander at his peak and won a World Series with really nothing around Pujols on that team. And Anthony Reyes, a kid starting game ones, and David Eckstein winning an MVP. Nobody had that team doing anything. So the Mets could still put on some a run here and in three weeks. And Max and Jake pitch great, and Marte gets healthy, and Lindor and Alonzo do what they're supposed to, and everything's great. And I'm not saying that it looks like that's going to happen the way they've played, because it doesn't. But is it possible? It is. But here's what's... Not possible, not probable, not choking, not about hunger, not about kids or prospects or lefties or righties or venditties. That Braves team that plays here in Atlanta where I'm now stuck living, having to deal with all of this with the Mets, right? That team that plays here, they're better than you. They're better than you. Now, you don't want to tweet that. You don't want to scream it out loud or tell your friends. That's one thing. But stop telling me. I don't really give a shit. I don't want to hear it. It sucks. It's depressing. I'm dejected. It's awful. The team has been different this year. The culture has been different. They've given us amazing moments. Somebody tell me yesterday, we wasted the whole summer. Like, you're an idiot. Really? Of course this sucks. Do I want to be the wild card? No, of course not. You wasted the whole summer? What, you're not going to watch them now? Like, Friday night when they play San Diego or whenever that game's going to be, like, you're not going to watch? When you're sitting there, game one and Jake, and game two is Max or whatever the hell they're going to do, because at least with the magic number one, the Braves are going to probably knock off that win tomorrow or the Mets will lose, and it's going to make it easier for you to set up Jacob and Max sitting there for Friday, Saturday. You're not going to watch those games at home? You're not going to try and get tickets to those games? What, are you going to go get tickets and sit there on the seven train as you're getting in there and tweet, this team sucks, they choke, they're not hungry, I hate everything? Like, really? No. Get to the reality. The Braves are better than you. So you better get Marte healthy. I don't care what they got to do, what kind of Mr. Miyagi kind of shit they got to do to his finger. That's what you should be thinking about doing. You got to figure, speaking of fingers, Jake's blister. 
Can't pitch in this national series, clearly now. Can't see him until you get to him in a weekend. You got to hope that's long enough. You got to hope you get the max you need. You got to hope that you figure out if Carrasco or Taiwan are the right guy to pitch. Because if you're trying to do damage, you're going to need them now against the Dodgers, probably in a game one. Those are the things you got to figure out. How the hell you're working your bench on a playoff roster? Where does Alvarez play? Does he play? If Marte's in, should you sit there and have Guillaume at third and let Escobar DH and forget all these kids and Vogelbach? the way Escobar's hit, and he's a switch hitter. Those are the things you think about. Those are the things you think about. What's the order of the bullpen? Where does David Peterson fit? Those are the things you're thinking about, because otherwise, just give up then. Seriously. Just go away. It sucks. They sucked. But the Braves are a better team than they are. That Braves team's elite. They don't even have Strider right now healthy, and they're even better and even more of a gap then when he's there. Now, that gap's much closer when Marte's healthy. That gap's much closer if Jake and Max are pitching the way they're supposed to. And you may get that shot in an NLCS. So if you want to sit there and cry like a baby and sit there and huddle and suck your thumb in a corner between now and the wild card series, go right ahead and do that. Otherwise, you could root for them to try and win those games, get to L.A., take care of them in five, and go do damage against this team again in an LCS. But either way, don't tell me that it's because of hunger. Because them on that plane on Thursday, or them sitting there after losing the first two, they didn't wake up at breakfast today, have a bacon, egg, and cheese, salt, pepper, ketchup, and an everything bagel, and say, you know what? Let's suck tonight, because I don't really give a shit. That's it. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.